now it's time for Rod and Real Radio with your hosts, Hop Along John Cassidy, fresh and saltwater expert angler Stan Vanderberg, and all-around outdoors fishing and hunting enthusiast Wendy Toshihara. If you love the outdoors, enjoy salt or freshwater fishing, this is the show for you. We'll cover most all of the fishing tournaments and events with special reports while providing you with the information you need as to how and where to experience the best fishing opportunities in Southern California, Baja, Alaska, or just about anywhere the fish are biting. Rod and Reel Radio brought to you by El Cajon Ford at Broadway and Main or online at ElCajonFord.com. Whether it's time for a new or used car or truck or you need to take advantage of San Diego's best quick lane for service with genuine Ford parts, brand name tires at competitive prices, remember nobody beats El Cajon Ford. We have some fantastic guests and reports lined up for you this evening, so sit back, relax, and get ready for the fastest two hours in radio. It's all right here, right now, on Rod and Reel Radio, the best stop on your radio dial for all the information you need for fishing opportunities all over the United States. Now here's your host, Hop Along, John Cassidy. Hey, thank you, Mark Larson and Southern California and all points beyond. Welcome to a Labor Day edition of Ron Real Radio. I am indeed your underfished host, Hop Along, John Cassidy, and it is a pleasure to have you with us tonight. Hope you guys are having a safe and an enjoyable and hopefully a somewhat cool Labor Day weekend here in the <laughs> Southland. <laughs> hey, we have a, a great show lined up for you tonight. Uh, let me just give you a rundown. We're going to start off with Sammy Lee. He is the host of uh, uh, the uh, Tight uh, Alliance with Sammy Lee out of uh, Alabama. We're going to talk a little bit about the 2017 inductees into the Fishing Hall of Fame. We also have some breaking news on the Hall of Fame Plus, we'll be talking about other fishing-related items with Sammy. So Sammy's going to be first out of the gate. And then later on to the show, Lori Byron uh, Saka is going to join us. Lori and Wendy just came back from an uh, uh, extended trip on the searcher with Captain Art Taylor. Going to tell us all about that trip. Sure would have liked to have been a fly on the wall on that trip. Going to find out why later on. And then later on in the show, we're going to catch up with Captain Mick Diamond. Yeah, Captain Mick Diamond's going to be with us. He's uh, fishing Mackinac out of uh, Lake Tahoe. He's still fishing Hawaii. He still has Diamond Head tuna going. We're going to catch up everything we need to know about what's been happening with Captain Mick Diamond. But before that, let me introduce to you the co-host of Ron Real Radio. First of all, this individual is the voice of of 1-800-BASS-BOAT, and a pretty darn good fisherman in his own right, Mr. Stan Vandenberg. Stan, howdy. Howdy, John. Good evening, everybody. Well, is it warm enough for you? I walked outside. It was, you know, I'm thinking, wow, you're starting to just sweat walking around, and next thing you know, it started raining, and I'm going, well, that's that's why. (laughs) It's just hot and sticky, and every time you walk out and you want to do something, I, I, I... been about five minutes in the garage, and I go, nah, I'm bringing everything inside to get ready to go for next week here. Friday, I leave on that five-and-a-half day, so it's going to be, it'll be an interesting time in the water watching all of these activities that are going on right now. Can't it wait. Is, uh, it is, Dan, and you're going out, uh, are you going out on the Top Gun 80, I believe? Yep, Top Gun 80 with Bobby yeah. Taft and uh, a group of guys that are You've been if you've been watching Stoked on Fishing, it's that same group of guys that have been on for about the last three weeks here. 
Uh, although I have two spots that just opened up. So if somebody's interested and they'd like to go, they can call 1-800-BASS-BOAT. Just spell bass boat and ask for me, and uh, I can hook you up with a spot or two, and maybe you can go with that same group of guys. All right. Well, hey, my other co-host for On Real Radio, and I know a lot of you follow her on Facebook, and if you did, well, you just got a little bit of a hint on how her trip went on with the searcher. It's uh, hunting and uh, fishing enthusiast, Wendy Toshihara. Wendy, how you doing today? I'm doing great. I'm keeping cool at Valley View Casino. <laughs> <laughs> Lucky you. <laughs> All right. I'm no dummy. <laughs> hey, I Not hope you're getting a, are you getting a chance to indulge in that fabulous lobster buffet they've got there? I will after we're done with this. What a wise oh. woman. Oh, man. <laughs> that is great. Well, I know also later on you're going to bring uh, uh, Laurie... Um, uh, Byron on with us, and you're going to talk a little bit about uh, the great trip that you had on the searcher with uh, Captain Art Taylor. Oh, yes, we are, and we've been fishing fools, having a great time. All right. Hey, hey, guys, we've got our first guest on. He is from the great state of Alabama. I think they are jubilant there with their victory uh, yesterday over uh, uh, Florida State, but, you know, it's only the beginning of the season, but it's a good start. And let me introduce to him. He is a host of Tight Lines with Sammy Lee, Mr. Sammy Lee himself. Sammy, welcome to the show. Well, thank you so very much. Hop along. And let me tell you, I've decided listening to this introduction you've been giving your co-host and having been a guest several times on your wonderful program that you really need to rename it from Rod and Real to Beauty and the Beast. This is John. No, nice, nice way to entry there, Jimmy. No, I'm doing the radio show right now. I'm on the air. <laughs> really, I'm serious. Hey, Sammy, I'm saying, Wendy, Wendy you. with, with, with your beauty, those two beasts can never catch up to you. So I, I formally think we should take a poll of the listeners tonight to rename the show starting next week, Beauty and the Beast. <laughs> you know, I'll pay you later, Sammy. Thank you. Sammy's always been a great guy well, at, at times. Well, Sammy, uh, I, all I can say is you have a keen sense of the obvious. <laughs> hey, Sammy, for those people that uh, haven't uh, listened to the, uh, the times that we've had you on the show before or maybe don't have the opportunity to listen to Tight Lines, just give us a little background about yourself. I know Stan was telling me when I was talking to him earlier, he says, Ben, I remember that guy from long ago and far away. Have you been in the fishing business that long, really? <laughs> <laughs> well, it started when I was three. So there you go. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I think I taught uh, 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 Captain Ahab how to catch Moby Dick. You know, that's how old I am. All right. I, uh, I've been I've been doing my syndicated tight lines program for almost thirty four years now. I've been involved in the bass fishing industry in some capacity since I was a teenager. So that goes back over forty years. Uh, as you know, John and Wendy, of course, and Stan, uh, I've been involved as a broadcaster, as a communicator, as a member of the industry uh, back in the 90s and early 2000s, working for companies. I've uh, been a promoter, tournament angler. Um, Heck, in 1982, when I, when I got picked up by a ranger, I think you were working with them. 
Yeah, uh, I started my association with Ranger Stand back in the 70s and was their promotions director from 93 till 2001. And then since then, um, when I resigned my position in 2001, I continued doing the show uh, eight years, almost nine years ago now, uh, out of necessity, I started up uh, a smartphone and iPhone app design company that's been very, very fortunate to me. It, uh, it's gone exceedingly well. Uh, I've got five apps on the market that I designed and brought to, to the hunters and fishermen of the world. We've also built apps for some of America's biggest companies. Uh, I think it's over 40 of them now. I have a licensing company for trademark phrases and images for fishing and honey and both fresh and salt water. And as I was telling John a couple of days ago, most recently, three years ago, a dear friend of mine and I started up a small advertising agency to represent little companies that didn't have big budgets but desperately needed to get exposure. And before we could turn around, literally in the first two weeks in business, we became a representation agency, and today... Our client base is some of the fastest-growing consumer product companies in America. And, Green, if you want me to tell you about those, I will, too. Well, you know, I, we had talked about a couple of products, uh, Sammy, uh, uh, earlier that uh, uh, you were really toting. And I guess this is a good time to do it before we ta- start talking about the Bass Fishing Hall of Fame. You were talking about, and we're really excited about, an extinguisher that uh, the fishermen can use on the boat. You want to go into a little detail about what separates this from everything else that's out in the market? I'll be very happy to, John. The company is called FireAid, and I want to make certain people know it's spelled F-I-R-E-A-D as in David, E, FireAid. You can go to FireAid.com. It's the only fire suppression extinguishing company in the world to be certified in both classifications of fire uh, extinguishing, which means fuel and electrical. It's an all-natural, biodegradable product that is safe for the environment, safe for the pets, safe for humans, safe for your clothes. Uh, it, it is the most amazing product I've ever seen. And you can find it in your Costco, Walmarts, Bass Pros, Amazon.com, and, and dozens of other outlets, including all Napa stores around America. And one of two things really separates this from anything else that's on the market. Not only is it very cost affordable, it comes in a 10, 16, and a 22-ounce containers. But when you extinguish a fire with it, and it extinguishes it by shooting a 15-foot stream of foam that, that completely takes the oxygen out of fire, and in less than a minute, anything that was on fire is cool to the touch. Hmm. And so for, for people that grill, that, that, that do, you know, uh, camping, that cook out in the yard or tailgating at ball games this fall, you... Literally, when you finish grilling your steaks, your burgers, your hot dogs, you can spray the coals, the coals down with fire aid. A minute later, you can clean out the grill, wipe it down because it doesn't hurt the surface, anything uh, pertaining to the grill, and, and your grill's ready to go next time you want to cook out. It's, 
Fire Aid, we're very happy. They're just now coming into the consumer market. Uh, they've been in business 34 years. They've always sold their products to industries, commercial, U.S. Army, U.S. Navy, and to the oil industry. But uh, the owner, who is a really unique gentleman, decided that it was time to bring it to the consumer market. And one of our targets next year moving forward is their ad agency is to target fishing, boating, and marine. Because here's a product that meets every classification that you need for an extinguisher on your boat. It's effective, it's quick, and it's very affordable. Wow, that's, uh, that's pretty exciting, Sammy. One of the things I, I'm always concerned about with the fire extinguishers I have on my boat is that they, they lay around there for a long time, and, and the next thing you know, two years or two seasons have gone by, and they're, they're supposedly out of date. Now, what is the lifetime of this particular extinguisher, and is it a matter, is it something that can be recharged, or you just go out and get another one? You just go out and get another one. It's got a five-year shelf life. Oh, great! Yeah, nice. And oh, yeah, and you know, and like I said earlier, because it's biodegradable. If, if you have a fire on board your boat and you extinguish the fire, like I said, you can wipe it off because it's a foam. And if it gets out in the water or into the environment, it's not going to hurt it. It's going to degrade, and you'll never know it's there because it's made from all natural products. The, wow. uh, the coolest demonstration, and you can go to their website and see several demonstrations on the videos, but one that the owner gave to me, and I, I want you to listen closely to this because this is going to blow your mind. He took a 12-inch square piece of white cotton cloth, a little handheld butane burner. He singed the cloth to, to prove that it would catch on fire. He said, lay your hand out. And I looked at him like, okay, what's about to happen? <laughs> Now, I'm a big old boy. I got, you know, big hands. I laid my hand out. He put that cloth in the palm of my hand. He took that butane burner and turned it on. I said, whoa, I'm not going to say on the radio what I actually said to him because it wasn't, <laughs> Whoa, you know, it, it, was, it was more X-rated than GP-rated. And, uh, and he said, no, no, no. He said, I just want to prove something. He got that, that fire within about four inches of my palm, and I could feel it. He said, now watch this. He sprayed that cloth down. While it's still in the palm of my hand, my hand immediately got cold. He held that flame one inch from the palm of my hand, and I could not feel the heat. Wow. wow. You know, that's uh, pretty good, especially because if you have uh, a fire in, let's say, uh, your bass boat or something, and unfortunately if something happens, normally you have a situation where you have aluminum burning, you have magnesium burning, it burns at a right. lot higher temperature than a lot of things. This sounds like a, a product that is really helpful and something that, that we should have on our boats. Well, we've worked this year to help them get uh, associated with a number of race teams uh, in the hot rod world, in the off-road industry. And one thing we're finding out, mechanics, when they're dealing with a hot motor and they need to make a repair, they can't sit around for two or three hours. Okay, the engine's hot. It's not on fire. It's just hot. They can take fire aid and spray it on the chassis, spray it on the part that's hot, and in less than a minute, it cools it to 65 degrees, and they can start working on it. Wow. Hey, Sammy, we've I mean, got to take a break right now. Is there any way we can get you to, 
stay on a little longer with us because we haven't even talked about the uh, the Fishing Hall of Fame and the 2017 inductees. And I know you've got a, a couple of tidbits for us, which are kind of breaking news for those of us out here in the West. So can we uh, ask you to stay on with us a little longer? It would be my pleasure. I do have to be off the phone by midnight, though. Let me just tell you that. All right. Well, <laughs> well you know, uh, down to a uh, roar. we're only five and a half hours <laughs> away from that here, Sammy, so that's no problem, okay? <laughs> hey, you're, you're listening to Rod and Real Radio on AM540 or RodandRealRadio.com. Stan, Wendy, myself, and Sammy Lee will be back after these messages. You can count on El Cajon Ford, as so many Southern Californians have for years. El Cajon Ford has the cars and trucks you can count on, like the all-new Fusion and Escape, Edge, Explorers, and more. And now, Fiestas with 38 MPG and Focus with 40 miles per gallon highway, plus C-Max Energy with up to 42 highway EPA estimates. El Cajon Ford has them now. Shop online at ElCajonFord.com. Choose from hundreds of your favorite F-Series trucks, too. El Cajon Ford knows trucks, no matter what you're hauling or towing, for a great weekend of fishing or for some fun in the desert. Now get special savings on every F-Series truck in stock, 150s, 250s, 350s, at El Cajon Ford. We have commercial trucks, too, including the all-new Transit Connect, finally a commercial van with great mileage, helping your business get moving again. El Cajon Ford, worth the short drive from anywhere in Southern California, Broadway and East Main and El Cajon, or online anytime, anywhere at ElCajonFord.com. Gamakatsu hooks are made from high-grade carbon steel, specially heat treated to make them light and extra strong but not brittle. The Gamakatsu sharpening process is the most modern in the world and results in a perfectly conical point that is unequaled in sharpness. Gamakatsu offers a huge variety of hooks for all types of fishing, drop shot, extra wide gap, worm hooks, finesse wide gap, and a lot more. Gamakatsu has a hook for whatever style of fishing you want to do. Don't waste your time on a cheap hook. Ask for Gamakatsu hooks at your favorite tackle store now. I got a garage full of fishing tackle, and every time I get out on the water, I realize I forgot something important. But I never forget my life jacket. I make sure my buddies wear theirs, too. Save the ones you love. A message from California State Parks Division of Boating and Waterways. H&M Landing is the most diversified sport fishing company on the West Coast. Serving the angling community since 1935, H&M Landing's name recognition and reputation for customer service is the best in the business. The H&M fleet provides the widest range of trip options and boasts the coast's largest open party fleet. For ocean fishing any time of the year, H&M Landing should be your choice for nearshore and offshore fishing. H&M is San Diego's most experienced sport fishing company, offering the best in half-day, three-quarter day, full and multi-day trips, and a complete schedule of long-range adventures. Call today, H&M Landing, 619-222-1144, or visit their website at www.hmlanding.com for updated schedules and secure online booking. H&M Landing, the experienced angler's first choice in local and multi-day fishing since 1935. That's H&M Landing at 619-222-1144 or hmlanding.com. Angler's Arsenal is the serious angler's first choice for hand-poured plastics, McCoy line, Spro products, Gamakatsu hooks, G. Loomis fishing rods, Shimano products, Ovid reels, and just about anything you hear advertised on Rod and Real Radio. Go to anglersarsenal.com and visit our online tackle store. See the huge selection of Western Plastics hand-poured baits, all at anglersarsenal.com. Anglers Arsenal Tackle Store is conveniently located in La Mesa, just off Interstate 8. Give us a call at 1-800-428-8730. 
2015 and 16 Quantum Fishing's gone and done it again for you with the brand new redesigned Smoke PT Reel Series. Everything from your spinning reels all the way to your bait casters, the PTA design has a new PTXA frame, lighter, stronger, bone crushing drag, Quantum Fishing. We are performance tuned. Check them out at Angler's Arsenal in La Mesa or anglersarsenal.com or give us a call at 619-466-8355. It's a big deal. You know, I've always wanted to be on Rod and Reel Radio Line. <laughs> <laughs> I won the Bassmaster Classic. I did a, a McDonald's commercial, but now I know I've made it. I fulfilled my dream. <laughs> that is just absolutely awesome. Hey, and I do want to welcome you back to Ron Real Radio. I hope you took that phone number down for H&M Landing, 619-222-1144. Go to them and sign up to come with us this Tuesday, September 5th, on The Legend. We've got a day-and-a-half trip planned. It is going for sure, and I've got to tell you, it's going to be a light load. If you want to get out there and get a real crack at those bluefin tuna, the yellowfin, the yellowtail, the dorado, and all the other neat species that are running out there right now. A day-and-a-half trip aboard the Legend with Captain Chuck Taft. Looks like it's going to be a light load, 619-222-1144, and ask to book on the Rod Reel Radio trip. Hey, welcome back. Stan and I want, uh, Wendy and I want to welcome you back to Rod Reel Radio. We've got talk, host shows, talk show host Sammy Lee with us. And we're talking about all things fishing and uh, uh, boat-related. But, Sammy, the real reason why I had invited you on the show, you've always had your ear to the tom-tom when it comes to the Bass Fishing Hall of Fame and the inductees. And you just announced, I think, on your show last Friday who the 2017 inductees are. And then also you have some special information about the location of the Bass Fishing Hall of Fame. So, Sammy, take it away and uh, clue us in on what's happening, will you please? I'll be very happy to, John. Uh, It is my honor to let your audience know that this coming November the 9th, which is a Thursday night, the 2017 induction class will be enshrined in the new Bass Fishing Hall of Fame facilities housed inside of Johnny Morris's Wonders of Wildlife Museum in Springfield, Missouri. And, folks, uh, the, the museum up there doesn't open until September 21st. But let me tell any and all of your listeners, if you're headed back to the middle part of America, you need to make a special trip to Springfield because Johnny has spared no expense. It's taken him seven years to build this facility, It's over a million square feet under one roof, of which we take up a small portion, but it is a sight to behold. And this year's class, John, is going to include a a, a gentleman that I know that you guys know, Wendy, you know him really well, and that's Shaw Grigsby, TV fishing show host, multi-time Bassmaster Classic qualifier. Uh, Also, along with him, the owner and founder of the American Bass Angler Tournament Trail, Mark Sheehan, uh, a couple of outdoor writers, one who sadly passed away about a year and a half ago by the name of Wade Bourne, and also Louis Stout, and then the founder of the Big Bass Splash from uh, Lake Sam Rayburn, Texas, 
Bob Seeley, a man who 40 years ago started that hourly cash giveaway on the big bass of the hour and has given away millions and millions of dollars over the years to anglers to go have fun. I mean, now, that's a that's a pretty staunch and pretty exclusive group going in. And, and as you know, uh, having uh, visited with me before, John, and Wendy, you've been there. You've been to the dinners before. You know, we've got a stellar uh, class already in. I mean, some of our inductees, you know, Gary Yamamoto, I'm sure everybody on the West Coast knows Gary from Yamamoto Custom Baits. He was inducted last year along with Billy Murray and former President Bush. We've got over 60 of the legends, including Dee Thomas and Mike Folkstad from the West Coast. Uh, it's going to be a real showcase event. And if, if you, Stan, Wendy, John, if you guys can make it, you need to be in Springfield, Missouri on Thursday night, November the 9th. If for no other reason to see this facility, but of course to help congratulate and celebrate the induction of these living legends. Well, Sammy, two things uh, that are impressive is, number one, the Bass Fishing Hall of Fame itself with the past inductees you have and this uh, a list of inductees for 2017, but then... To also be invited to have the Hall of Fame housed in Johnny Morris's facility, it it sounds like it is just absolutely uh, one of the best homes to, to to have this place where you can get a lot of people coming on by to see the efforts that you guys have put in and getting the Bass Fishing Hall of Fame together. Well, thank you. You know, Johnny has been a longtime supporter of the Hall of Fame. Uh, as an inductee himself, he went into the second class we ever inducted. He financially has given thousands and thousands of dollars to us over the years. And, and a couple of years, well, it's been about three years ago now, we were struggling trying to raise funds to build a facility of our own, a standalone facility. And Johnny came to us and said, why don't you guys come up here to Springfield and let me show you what I've got planned. And, and let me give you some ideas of what I think we can do. And so there were four of us on the board that went up to his office, and he laid out the plans and then uh, gave us a tour of the facility under construction. And it was kind of like the old proverbial brick falling off the roof and hitting you on the head. You know, or that, you know, <laughs> thing I could have had a V8. It's like, you know, Johnny said, we anticipate six-plus million attendees a year through this facility when we get it open. Wow. And we're like, I mean, holy cow. And, you know, he's paid for everything. All we had to do was transport the plaques and the memorabilia up there. He's paid for everything else. So when this facility, you're going to hear a lot about it over the next few weeks because when it opens to the general public on September 21st, uh, if it if I'm not mistaken, that's National Hunting and Fishing Day. It's going to be on newscast all over America and around the world. And um, as I said a moment ago, if you have a chance, any reason or desire to go to the induction class or even just go visit the facility, plan to go through Springfield, Missouri at some point after September 21 and, and look at the Wonders of Wildlife Museum. And you can go to their website now. It's wondersofwildlife.org. And it, it's still really under construction. But this is, 
I've been a lot of places, you know. I've been to Bush Gardens. I've been to Disney World. I've been to, you know, most of the tourist traps. I've never seen anything that's constructed for fishermen and hunters like this. And and I could probably spill on for an hour about it, but when, when you see more, learn more, you're going to say, you know, I'm going to be like the Griswolds. I'm going to make a family vacation here. <laughs> Well, Sammy, doesn't Johnny have a little stick-and-mortar operation just uh, right across from where this Wonders of Wildlife is going to be? Well, actually, it's connected to it, and it's a little struggling business called Bass Pro Shops. Yeah, he's, <laughs> yeah. He's, 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 he's working, he's burning the midnight oil trying to make sure, you know, to keep the doors open. Uh, <laughs> yeah, just barely making it, I hear. Yeah, yeah. yeah but he's hey, John, struggling. And- I- John, I'm looking up flights, $374 round trip. I think we should go in November. <laughs> I, think, I think you've got it. Uh, uh, where, you know, we, we go to different places throughout the country uh, to get interviews with uh, people we normally don't have access to. So we talk about different events being a target-rich environment. That sounds like it just might be it. And if worse comes to worse, we can always talk with Sammy to fill up two hours, right? That's right. Oh, my Lord, have mercy. Bring, bring a wide-angle lens and a lot of tape. Cause <laughs> uh, Sammy, if people are interested in going to the induction ceremony, do you have any particulars on how to reserve spots and how to go about doing it and uh, uh, all that? Because I know if it's on November the 9th, it's probably in the evening, but you might want to get there you know, a little early just to see this facility that uh, Johnny Morris and his people have put together. Oh, there's no doubt about that. Uh, yes, let me let me give you a, a website address and a phone number. Uh, the Bass Fishing Hall of Fame website address is BassFishingHOF.com. The phone number for the tickets, and tickets are $100 a piece, which automatically includes a one-year membership into the Hall of Fame, which gives every member the voting privilege to vote on who they'd like to see go in in 2018. But that phone number is 1-800-678. I just went brain dead. Uh, You know, I've told this number out a million times, and I just went brain dead. uh, 1-888-678-2277. Isn't that sad that you go brain dead on a number you've been you know, giving the last out for seventeen years? All you have to remember is the last four four numbers spell bath, and you'll probably yeah, be okay. That's right. Thank you. <laughs> uh, I, yeah. I would know nothing about that, Sammy, uh, since I almost forgot your name in the introduction. Uh, you know, that's no <laughs> that's no big well, thing. That, that, for that's sure. easy to do. Trust me. <laughs> that, that is great. Hey, Sammy. Uh, you know, another thing we want to talk about and stand and. Wendy, I know you've been following this, too. Obviously, there was a hurricane that hit uh, South Texas, uh, went through Corpus Christi and then up into Houston and over uh, into Beaumont and Port Arthur. And even though it it looks like Houston, the water's receding, we know Corpus Christi had a tremendous amount of damage from the winds. The, um, The Port Arthur and Beaumont, areas are still experiencing a lot of flooding because they're sort of like at the end of the pipeline when it comes to everything draining, uh, you know, draining out into the Gulf, uh, you know, through the inland areas. But 
Isn't it an amazing story of what we heard about the individuals that got together and mainly fishermen that came from all over the country to lend help to people that were in need during this uh, particular crisis? John, you know, in my lifetime, uh, living in the South, we're accustomed to to tornadoes. We're accustomed to getting a hurricane every year or two. And I know you guys get a few of them on the West Coast, and and I'm watching the news every night with the the wildfires in Northern California and up in Oregon and Washington. But America just suffered the greatest natural disaster in the history of this wonderful country. And as you pointed out, it did not matter your skin color, your nationality, your sex, or your age. Thousands upon thousands of individuals from the southwest, the southeast, the midwestern part of the area, and probably even the west coast. I'm not familiar with that yet, but I know I have friends that loaded up their boats. They loaded up trailers with supplies, with provisions. They took a week, two weeks off from work. They came from all over, from 10 or 12 states, to head to Houston with with no game plan. They just want to be there to help. And the tragedy that we've witnessed each evening on the news, the photographs, the video coverage, and you see boat after boat after boat, and everything from dinghies and john boats to $70,000 bass boats to runabouts, that are hauling these survivors out of their homes, out of these areas, out of these neighborhoods that are stranded, that have literally lost everything they own, if that doesn't bring a tear to your eye and tell you that America still has a chance to be great, nothing does. Amen there, buddy. You know, uh, you're right. As a matter of fact, uh, I know that fishermen from all over the uh, southeast uh, came to lend assistance, uh, and then also uh, 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 people that had flat-bottom boats that maybe weren't fishermen but still used them for whatever their occupation was, uh, it came to lend help. And I know I talked to one fisherman, and I was trying to get him on tonight, and we still might have him on. He came all the way from Kentucky, and he brought his bass boat, and then obviously... You know that when you've seen the pictures, these people are, are launching from highways, they're launching from on-ramps, they're, they're launching from, you know, high spots, uh, you know, to get into the water. Uh, this guy spent, uh, you know, almost a week there shuttling people back and forth in his bass boat. And you can just imagine that you're not talking about deep water or you're not talking about water that has a lot of obstructions. He did incur a lot of damage onto his boat, onto his gel coat, uh, you know, his motor and stuff like that while motoring around. And absolutely none of this is covered by his insurance because the insurance company is claiming this is something that you actually delegated to do yourself. It wasn't necessarily an accident. No one paid him to go down there. No one compensated him for his gas, his meals, uh, uh, he slept in his boat, uh, he was wet most of the time, he came all the way from Kentucky, you know, and when he was told that his services were no longer needed, he said, okay, thank you very much, and, he, and he's on his way back to Kentucky. 
this is just one story of I know the hundreds and maybe thousands that were there of Americans that came to lend their hand to people without regards to their race, religion, their color, whatever it was, whether or not they were Republicans or Democrats or anything like that. They came to help their fellow man, their fellow citizens, just to do whatever they can. And it seems like they had one heck of a lot more effect, especially in the beginning, than even the federal government could with the resources they had at hand. Stan, you want to say something about that? Well, you know, (laughs) Stan, you, you know, you agree with that, don't you, Stan? Oh, yeah, I do. <laughs> now, I think bass, the bass fishing community or the fishing community, anybody with a john boat or a, a hunting boat, you know, for a duck hunting boat, they, with all of the people that came to the rescue, they, the federal government had nothing to do with it. And they couldn't have done what they did, which is pretty amazing. And, and that story has yet to be told. Um, Correct. I think the insurance companies that are out there may have uh, – because if you choose to go hit a rock, you know, if you choose to do something where you put your, your boat in uh, imminent danger of having some kind of, you know, ding or foul play happen to the lower unit or whatever it is, these guys chose to do that. Um, that does not or should not uh, take away from the situation that, you know what, if there's some damage, the insurance companies may choose to still cover that. I hope that that's true. I know... Uh, I'm going to be talking to our companies here that uh, I work with, and um, I'm pretty sure since the made, the company that does the bass boat insurance for me out here is one the oldest boat insurance company in, in America. Started selling boat insurance when George Washington was president. Still doing it today. They're the largest boat insurance company in the world and best policy in the market. So I think you know if I find a little hole in their system, we're going to address that. But um, we're going to, I'll be talking with them nonetheless. But the, I think what the, what happened there was spectacular uh, with all of the people. I mean, I know guys like my uh, daughter and son-in-law live in, in San Antonio, and uh, Byron Velvick lives over there, too. I was in touch with him, and some of their, there was a whole group load of people that were headed that direction. They were pulling everything that they could pull, because when they said, we need boats, man, the fishing world answered. Yeah. Hey, Sam, and uh, Stan and Wendy, we got to take a break right now. Sammy, can we ask you to stay aboard with us just a couple more minutes while we have a crass commercial break here to help us pay for the show? It'd be my pleasure. Thank you for the honor. <laughs> All right. Hey, you're listening to Ron Real Radio on AM 540 or at com. Stay tuned. Sammy Lee will be with Wendy Stan and myself after these messages. Are you ready to sell your current boat and upgrade in preparation for the 2017 fishing season? It's sure to be one for the bucks. I'm Zach Zorn and a broker for Kessler Yachts located in San Diego. As one of the largest and most reputable brokerages on the West Coast, I can ensure that your boat will be sold in a timely manner or that your dream boat will be found. If you want to sell your boat or looking to purchase one, call Zach Zorn at Kessler Yachts, 760-815-8866 so that your name can be added to our long list of satisfied buyers and sellers. That's Zach Zorn, 760-815-8866. 
If you're serious about your fishing, choosing the right tackle is one of the most important decisions you'll ever make. Iserline makes premium fishing lines including monofilament, Dacron, Spectra, fluorocarbon, battle-tested harnesses, and top angler-tested Iserline tools and accessories. Iserline premium fishing products are created to provide you with the ultimate in strength, dependability, durability, high abrasion resistance, low stretch, and high quality. All Iserline products are 100% guaranteed against manufacturing defects. You just can't buy better value. Iserline will replace or repair at their option. No questions asked if you're not pleased with any of their product. Catch what you've been missing. Quality guaranteed. Every serious angler knows that a quality hook is an important part of their arsenal. Gamakatsu hooks are made from high-grade carbon steel, specially heat-treated to make them light and extra strong, but not brittle. Gamakatsu ring hooks are made with a one-piece ring, no welds, no weak spots, a very smooth-moving ring. Gamakatsu offers a huge variety of hooks for all types of fishing. Live bait hooks, both light and heavy-duty, to four extra strong. Circle hooks, tuna hooks, ringed hooks, tuna doubles, and many more. Don't waste your next fishing trip on a cheap hook. Get Gamakatsu hooks at your favorite tackle store now. Don't you just love California in the summer? Just remember, if you love California and you love to boat, please wear your life jacket and make sure the people you love wear one too. Love California, boat California, save California. Share the love at BoatCalifornia.com. This portion of Rod and Reel Radio is brought to you by the Rockley's Fish Release System. Now you can quickly and easily release fish suffering from barotrauma back to the depths they were caught. Look or ask for the Rockley's at your local fishing tackle dealer. Hey, we do want to welcome you back to uh, Ron Real Radio. Uh, Stan, Wendy, and I, we've got talk show host Sammy Lee. We've been talking a little bit about uh, some new products he represents that are on the market. We've talked about the Bass Fishing Hall of Fame and its new home in uh, uh, Springfield, uh, uh, Missouri, with uh, Johnny Morris and uh, the Wonders of Wildlife. What a great venue that sounds like it's going to be. And we're talking a little bit about how the fishing community came up and supported the rescue efforts that were going on in uh, southern Texas, especially in the Houston, Beaumont, and Port Port Arthur area. And, Wendy, I I know you have the opportunity to talk to a lot of other people throughout the country, maybe a little more than Stan and I do because of the the scope of Iserline's influence in the market. had you talked to anyone or had any stories uh, about uh, the southern Texas area that you'd like to bring to our attention? No, not at all. But, um, you know, I just have to say um, we have to think about um, our, our friends also in Mexico because I saw photos from Nancy Sheets, and, and it's just devastated over there, too. It's amazing. Yeah, Cabo San Lucas uh, got hit pretty hard. La Paz. I know they got hit pretty hard. Now, we're just getting the remnants of the, that storm here in Southern California. And even as I'm looking out the uh, window here in the Palatial Anglers Arsenal Studios in La Mesa, the ground is wet and the gutters are running. So we're, we're getting a little bit of that there. But going back to Houston, I know there was all kinds of images that we had in our mind. But I know one that I saw was a video where there were some firefighters from the Houston Fire Department. They were trying to put out a structure blaze, and they didn't have any water left in uh, uh, their truck. They, they were trying to get to the hydrants, but the hydrants were all submerged, and they were having a hard time working with that. And I don't know, Stan, Wendy, or, or um, uh, Sammy, if you saw this, 
some guy comes along in a jet boat, and they take the jet boat, and they turn it around, and they take the, the exhaust from the jet boat, and they raise it up out of the water, and they wound the up extinguishing the fire with the rooster tail that was caused by the jet boat. I mean, uh, uh, just some really amazing stories there. That's awesome. It really is. Uh, you know, and one thing, uh, we were talking about how many anglers took off from work all over the country to go down there. I just happened to see, and, and uh, many people don't know this gentleman. He's a good, close friend of mine. He's a former Bassmaster Classic winner back from the 70s, a gentleman by the name of Jack Haynes. Sure. Um, Jack lives in southern Louisiana. There was a picture of Jack in his John boat. And he didn't do this for publicity. He was down there rescuing people literally while the storm was still ashore. And, and they got a photograph of a family that he was unloading from his John boat. And, you know, you, you think about a legendary angler of Jack's stature, former classic winner, you know, member of many Hall of Fames who would put his own life and his own property uh, on the line to go help others. And, and there's countless other stories like this, as there always are in natural disasters. And I just thank God every day that I live in this country where we can do that, where we want to do that. Well, well not only that, Sammy, it almost sounds like there is another, another storm that is bearing down possibly on the panhandle of Florida that might might even come and be visiting you within the next week or so. So you just never know when that silver bullet is out there with your name on it. Well, that's true. And, it, you know, I don't know about you guys. I know you're in record heats right now. But let me tell you, where I live in central Alabama, this has been the squirreliest year on record <laughs> weather-wise. We had the hottest, warmest winter. We had the coolest, mildest June, and this week in Birmingham, where I live, starting Tuesday, daytime temperatures are only going to be in the low 70s when they're typically 95 to 100 degrees every day. Wow. You know, and we're just the opposite. We've had a relatively mild summer here, and even our offshore bite didn't, didn't really pick up till about three weeks ago. And now all of a sudden, I think yesterday, I heard that 98% of the cities in California were under a heat advisory because of record heat. So, Sammy, wow. you're right. Just squirrely weather. Yeah, last year, Alabama was in a record drought. We went 112 days without measurable precipitation. This year, Birmingham's 31 inches above normal rainfall. Wow. So, you know, <laughs> if you don't, you know, the old joke is if you don't like the weather, hang around five minutes, it's going to change. Well, that's certainly going on here. Hey, Sammy, just another thing uh, happened in your part of the country, and I, I don't know if you're aware of these guys or not, but uh, uh, a couple of weeks ago we had the head coach, from the Bryant College Collegiate Bass Fishing Team, which uh, at that time was the number one rated collegiate team in the country. We had him on and uh, uh, got an interesting story about how do you become the head coach for a bass fishing team, but uh, that's a whole other thing. And we want to congratulate these guys because they just won out and won 
the Cathcart Championship, and that was with all the collegiate teams in the country fishing. They just went out and won it. They're out of Dayton, Tennessee, out of a little 800-student college called Bryant <laughs> College <laughs> out of Dayton. It. I don't know if you're familiar with these guys or not, but we've got to give them kudos. Oh, I'm very familiar with them. And Dayton, Tennessee is on the shores of Lake Chickamauga, which is across the river from Chattanooga. Yes. So yeah. I'm very familiar with those guys. And, and, you know, and let me just poll the host here, the three of you. When you were younger and you were in high school or college, if they had bass fishing teams then, I can't speak to the three of you, but I would still be in college if we had a bass fishing team back <laughs> yeah, then. I never graduated. Here, <laughs> here. <laughs> you, know, you know, Sammy, the closest we came to learning about bass fishing was Jesus helping the apostles uh, catch the fish on the Sea of Galilee. Then, other than that, we went off to another story. So, bass fishing was not something uh, uh, we were into uh, at uh, at not only my high school, but then at, at any of the colleges I was involved in. But you know. What, talking about the West Coast and talking about the Southeast, two completely different animals. I mean, you even have uh, organized programs on the high school level. Yes, we do. Down here in the state of Alabama, if 10% of the high schools agree to host and, and, and have a bass fishing team, it will, be con- uh, it will be confirmed as an accredited high school sport. So it can get funding from the state. Only 10% of the schools. Well, hello, what do you think happened? Every high school in Alabama's got a bass fishing team. <laughs> I mean, you know, I go back to those days when I was young and bass fishing was in its, the tournament fishing was in its infancy. You know, guys, I, it was a closet sport. If, if I told a young lady that I had a date with Friday night that I wanted to be a pro bass fisherman when I grew up, Two things were guaranteed. I was going to have one date and my last date with her. (laughs) (laughs) Well, not only that, I don't know how true it is because the programs at some of the universities that you have there in Alabama and Tennessee and Georgia and Florida and Louisiana and that area, they have pretty organized programs. But this college in Dayton, Bryant College, they even offer scholarships to bass yep. fishermen to come. And this, year, this season, they believe that they will have for the first time on their team, you know, going out and competing for them, their first woman angler fishing for them. So it, it's uh, really an accredit to the, the institutions out there and, and how popular, needless to say, bass fishing is out in your part of the world there, Sammy. Well, it is, and, and I know Wendy's very well aware of this. More and more ladies, uh, females of all ages, are getting involved in, in competitive bass angling, in the sport, in the industry of bass angling. And if you doubt my word, all you got to do is subscribe to social media. Yeah, I mean, it's incredible. And, and I, I thank God for it. I'm going to tell you, there's a, a young lady from just outside of Birmingham when she was in high school at Gardendale High School, Laura Anfoshi. She uh, made the national team and, and competed on the national level. Now, she's in college now, but if you look at her social media sites, Facebook uh, or Instagram, 
she's got some of the biggest manufacturers in America supporting her. Right. And you know, that's really what we mean is you have, you yeah, have Wendy, a lot go ahead. of the, the, the ladies from the women's bass fishing era, you know, when they used to have their tournaments, like Betty Stahl and, and uh, you know, Pam Martin-Wells and, and all those ladies. And, like, Betty, she helps out the high school teams, and, to, and she's a boater for the high school teams. You know, it, it's Good just so her. neat to see that a lot of these ladies are pitching in and helping out and, and taking, taking our high schoolers fishing and, and helping them on the team. Yeah, a couple of uh, uh, weeks ago we had uh, uh, Samantha Gay on with us, and she was the first woman to make it on the North Carolina National Bass Fishing Team. So, And then, you know, we're talking, you know, you just don't limit it to bass fishing because, Sammy, out here on the West Coast, we talk about some of the ladies that are continually going out and following the, the saltwater fish that we have out there with Katarina Eckert and Lori Heath and, and a bunch of others. And, and then we have to put Wendy Toshihara in that. In fact, the next uh, couple of segments of the show is going to be dedicated to a couple of gals that went out there and, and did a pretty good job on some of these big offshore tuna. So um, you know what, ladies? This is the time not to be hesitant. If this is something you're interested in, go after it. And not only that, to get a scholarship to college to bass fish. Incredible. Yep. Well, yeah. and, and you mentioned Samantha real quickly. I know we're getting close to the top of the hour. Uh, I first met her about four years ago when she had just started getting into social media, and she went 315 consecutive days going fishing, catching a fish and posting it on <laughs> Facebook, and, and her numbers grew into the you know the thousands and thousands of followers. And so she came to the she and her dad came to the Bass Classic in uh, Greenville, and I invited them to be my guests at the Hall of Fame dinner. Neat. And she walks in, and she's so scared she can't speak. She's so nervous. And all of these legends are coming over to meet her because they've been following her on social media. <laughs> oh, that's great. That's cool. <laughs> hey, hey, Sammy, we're going to have to get down the yellow brick road over here. If people want to keep up with you, what you're doing, listening uh, uh, to your uh, talk show, finding out more about the different companies that uh, you're involved with, the products you're involved with, how's the best way to go about doing that? Tight Lines can be heard Monday through Friday at tightlinesradio.com, or you can subscribe to it on iTunes, or you can podcast it on my FishMate or FishMate Pro iPhone apps. Uh, if you go to my website, there are links to my various companies on my website that will take you around and navigate. Uh, once again, and I want to make sure, I, I may have given you an incorrect number about the Bass Fishing Hall of Fame. It's one eight 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 six nine zero two two seven seven. One eight 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 six nine zero Bass. If you're interested in coming to the induction dinner, I hope to see the three of you there in November. And thank you so very much for an opportunity to visit with my three friends tonight. Well, Sammy, thanks a lot for spending some time with me. You go on to that midnight appointment that you have right now, and. Uh, uh, we look forward to the next time we have the opportunity to speak with you, and I hope it'll be at the uh, ceremonies for the inductees for 2017 for the Bass Fishing Hall of Fame in Springfield. You take care and have a great night, sir. Thank you very much. Happy Labor Day, everyone.
All right. I'll probably be in touch with you in the next couple of weeks, my friend. I may have some business for you. Thank you, Stan. See you on Facebook, Sammy. Take care, Sammy. Thanks for joining us. Stay in touch. All righty. All right. That was Sammy Lee. Always good talking to Sammy, especially someone that has been in the business for as long as he has, that has met the people, even with his radio show, with the guests that he's had on there, the personal uh, interaction he's had with many of the named fishermen in this country. Great guy to talk to and uh, really is involved in the industry. Well, he's been a supporter of the bass fishing world for, you know, like you said, all his life. Because, I mean, I met him. And uh, it was late 70s. I was sponsored by Ranger in, in 1982. I, I met him then. Um, and, and he's been involved with all the aspects of the fishing community. He's never quit being a supporter. He's one of the, the greats. He ought to be in the Hall of Fame himself. For, <laughs> you know what? He's, uh, he's I think you're, you're very right there. Uh, hey, well, listen, we were talking about a little bit about ladies and fishing. And after this commercial break, we're going to talk to a couple of the number one ladies here in Southern California and a fishing-related experience they had aboard Art Taylor's Searcher. So stay tuned. There is still a lot more Rod Reel Radio to come. Stan, Wendy, and I will be back after these messages. You can count on El Cajon Ford, as so many Southern Californians have for years. El Cajon Ford has the cars and trucks you can count on, like the all-new Fusion and Escape, Edge, Explorers, and more. And now, Fiestas with 38 MPG and Focus with 40 miles per gallon highway, plus C-Max Energy with up to 42 highway EPA estimates. El Cajon Ford has them now. Shop online at ElCajonFord.com. Choose from hundreds of your favorite F-Series trucks, too. El Cajon Ford knows trucks, no matter what you're hauling or towing, for a great weekend of fishing or for some fun in the desert. Now get special savings on every F-Series truck in stock, 150s, 250s, 350s, at El Cajon Ford. We have commercial trucks, too, including the all-new Transit Connect, finally a commercial van with great mileage, helping your business get moving again. El Cajon Ford, worth the short drive from anywhere in Southern California, Broadway and East Main and El Cajon, or online anytime, anywhere at ElCajonFord.com. He's not just my fishing buddy. After 30 years, he's a brother, and I'd sure hate to lose him. His bass boat's got nothing to do with it. So I make sure both of us wear a life jacket. Save the ones you love, even if they don't own a fancy boat. A message from California State Parks Division of Boating and Waterways. Quantum Fishing's got something for everybody. From the smallest angler to the oldest veteran, we can get you out there fishing with the greatest reels on the market today. From the all-new for 2016 Icon PT to the Tour Mag to the brand-new redesigned Smoke Reel, we've got something for everyone in your family. Have some fun. Take a kid fishing. They're the future of our sport. Quantum, we are performance-tuned. You can get your Quantum products at anglersarsenal.com or anglersarsenal in the Mesa at 619-466-8355. Attention Rod and Reel Radio listeners, be sure to check out the Code Group mobile app. You can listen to the Rod and Reel Radio show live along with show archives without internet access. The Code Group app has all kinds of cool features for fishermen including daily Southern California saltwater reports, weather reports, episodes of inside sport fishing, marine traffic, and much more. Get the free Code Group mobile app by texting the word REEL, R-E-E-L, to 90407, or enter the words CODE GROUP in the App Store on your smartphone. Hi, this is BSS record holder Dean Rojas. 
El Cajon Ford helped me when I got started in my career, and let them help you with a new F-Series Ford truck. And remember, nobody beats El Cajon Ford. Hey, we do want to welcome you back to Rod and Reel Radio. You know, uh, we often talk about uh, women in fishing like it's uh, some type of a special thing happening, but uh, great women uh, doing good things in the fishing world are, are commonplace right now, but we always like to salute those women that go on out there and seem to do something that's a little bit different, maybe a little bit that we believe is out of their comfort zone, and that is what happened with our co-host, Miss Wendy Toshihara, this past week with Art Taylor aboard the Searcher. And Wendy, I've got to, I've got to say, I have seen you with a, a pictures of you with a lot of big fish on your Facebook page. But I've got to say, the picture I saw of you this last week kind of took the cake. Tell tell us a little bit about the trip that you you went on and how it went for you. Well, this was our second annual Searcher Iserline Turner's Outdoorsman uh, three-day ladies retreat, and it was amazing. We had such a fun time, and it's so different than than when we had when we fish with uh, mixed company. It was amazing how everybody got along. The ladies were every time one of the ladies caught a fish, everybody was cheering. You could hear us for miles. And uh, we had great fishing. We had great sponsors. I mean, everybody, you know, the industry uh, is very small, and there's a lot of men that fish, but not very many women that fish. You know, lately I've been noticing about seven to eight ladies on a boat every time I go fishing. Well, this time we had 26 ladies on the boat. Nice. And And the sponsors really stepped up and helped us get the ladies on the boat. Um, For the ladies that didn't make it last year, Extra Tough uh, gave the new ladies a free pair of Extra Tough boots. Extra Tough came out with a brand-new line of boots for ladies, and they're they're not as wide, and they've got designs on them, so they're really nice. Um, Jeff Robleson Associates, they helped us out with with Mustad and Costa Del Mar sunglasses, we had Seeker Rods, Phoenix Rods, uh, Iserline, and we, we had everything you can imagine. And these ladies, we had our raffle right away, and these ladies got to use their new uh, rods and reels that they won. You know, it was just amazing. Okuma really stepped up to the plate um, with Jeff Robeson and Associates, and it was, it, was, it was just amazing. The fishing was great. The camaraderie was great. Uh, it and we've all become lifelong friends, you know. Well, you and know, the fishing looked like it was pretty good. I, the first picture I saw was, and I made a mention of the fact you weren't on last week; you were busy. But I made mention of the fact that any time that you get a picture with a tuna that's bigger than you, I think that's a pretty good picture. But that was the first <laughs> thing I saw. Oh no, that tuna—that was uh, that was last year's tuna. But I did catch a really nice yellowtail that uh, that. Um, you know, we had some really, really, really nice fish. And for the ladies, it was pretty good because a lot of the ladies, you know, haven't fished before. Or they, you know, last year was their first trip. We had, um, we had yellowtail that were probably up to 27, 28 pounds. And uh, we had some yellowfin and one bluefin. Uh, so it, it, it was a lot of fun. And all the ladies actually learned how to scoop up a bait 
how to rig their, their line, how to tie on a, you know, a hook, and how to put on a, a sliding egg sinker or do a dropper loop. All the ladies can do that now. Well, Wendy, when I was mentioning that uh, uh, the ladies might have been a little bit out of their comfort zone, sometimes when you think about the ladies going on out, they're going out with their significant others or they're going out with, you know, maybe some friends. They're kind of they're kind of forced out there, and instead of fishing, they spend most of the time on uh, uh, the sun deck uh, watching everyone fish. Or if they're going out, maybe it's a half-day trip or a three-quarter-day trip, but this trip was a little bit more of an extended trip. How How is the feeling of, of, of some of these uh, women, especially those who are going out for the first time, to be going out on a little more of an extended stay on the ocean? You know, they all did really great, and we actually had remnants of uh, Hurricane Harvey. <laughs> a lot of people don't know, but my nickname is Wasabi. I turn green, and I get seasick. <laughs> <laughs> and the last day, I did get seasick. Some of the ladies weren't feeling too well, but uh, they were all troopers, and um, a lot of them were very comfortable around the boat, got their sea legs really fast, and it was just really neat to see. And everybody, they were exchanging phone numbers, and they want to go fishing together again, but it's just it, – it, it's really hard to describe. You have to be there, and it's really neat because – you have other ladies and the crew teaching these women a lot of a lot of new stuff, and there's no arguing. <laughs> uh, That's now, great. You know, uh, uh, Wendy, and I'm I'm sure that going out with uh, Captain Art Taylor aboard the the Searcher, that when it came to eating, you weren't being served swell that came from the bottom of a bucket, or they weren't uh, sleeping in hammocks that were. Uh, spread out between, uh, you know, the bait tank and uh, uh, the railings. Uh, going out on the searcher, not only for women but for men, there's some pretty nice amenities on Art Taylor's boat that you guys probably took advantage of. Oh, of course. And, uh, you know, we had wine with dinner every night, which we all enjoyed. We had rack of lamb. We had pork chops. We had fish. You name it. I mean, and and the food is amazing. I it's horrible because you know I did a boot camp, but I gain every time I get on on the searcher, I gained a pound a day. <laughs> <laughs> Don't go on a long range trip. Don't go on the fourteen day. Now I can imagine, Wendy, and and from past trips that you've been on, you know, the crew aboard the searcher is just an excellent crew extremely patient because you were saying uh, they had square one people there to the most advanced but i've got to imagine uh the crew that which was i believe all male uh taking care of the passengers that were all female there might have been some uh interesting circumstances that might have happened while you were on the uh, on the trip <laughs> are there any you can relate to us <laughs> No, you know, this year, last year, we had a lot of fun. We had uh, Hurricane Ryan, who uh, dressed up and, and had some fun with us for dinner. And, and Dan, he plays the harmonica. And, you know, it's just it's just a blast. And, and you never know what's going to happen when you have all these ladies from all over. I mean, last year, we had a lady from, from England who came and fished with us, another lady from Florida who fished with us. You know, and we, I mean, it's just, 
there's just like on any trip, all kinds of stuff that goes on. <laughs> now, also, uh, you know, uh, I know you also had uh, Lori Byron uh, Sackett from uh, uh, Turner's Outdoors up in San Marcos, and uh, Lori is not only very proficient in fishing, but also when it comes to her technical knowledge of gear and everything like that, she's pretty up to date on everything. Oh, yeah. She fishes more than anybody else I know. And, you know, it's so neat to see when I walk into Turner San Marcos, uh, people are waiting in line for her. And if she's not there, they'll turn around and leave and come back when they know she's working. (laughs) But she'll sit there and she'll rig up whatever you want. And she's even an actual expert at uh, rigging the yummy flyers, which a lot of people don't know how to do. Wow. Yep. That is, uh, that is it. Now, tell us, you know, if you will, what was the duration of the trip and how, how was the fishing for you all? So it, this was a three-day trip, and I always have it on a weekend so that, you know, we don't have to worry about missing work or, you know, finding a babysitter for the kids or the grandkids. And uh, so it's a three-day trip. We leave on Friday. We come back Monday, early Monday morning. Uh, fishing was awesome. We started off. Um, fishing the rock pile at the Coronados, uh, caught some nice fish there, and the seals showed up, and so we left, and we went out uh, and fished south towards Colonet offshore, and yeah. we spent the rest of our time there offshore. Wow. So it, so it sounds like mainly uh, yellowtail. Did you, did you see any signs of yellowfin or uh, dorado down there? We didn't see any Dorado, but we did have uh, yellowfin. And a hot tip for you guys who are going to be trolling, the Zucker's red, white, and pink feather. Stop right. the boat every time. Well, I'm going to well, want to know that because I'm, go- I'm going out on Tuesday. Stan? Well, you know, the, my favorite feather or favorite color to troll is red and white. And a lot of people, you know, they kind of diss that, oh, that's an old color. Well, it's, there are times when that's all we've got across the stern of the boat when we're trolling, especially this, the, when the fish are, are on the squid, but with the red crabs around, too. It's made a difference in, in the last several years. So, you know, that doesn't surprise me. And pink, a lot of people don't think about pink being a color to troll, but pink and white has been a, a devastatingly great troll color for years, too. Even right. straight and- white. You go to Morro Bay, and they, and they turn it all straight white up there. Well, and, and whether it's fresh water or salt water, the pink works. Yep. And, uh, you know, it just worked. And there were red crabs. I saw a lot of red crabs when we were over at, uh, towards Colonet. Well, you know, I like the idea of a lady going to her significant other and going, you know what? The kids are going to be yours this weekend. I'm going to be <laughs> going fishing. What a turnabout that is. And I'm bringing home the bacon. There you go. <laughs> well, Wendy, I know uh, last year uh, when you had the trip, you proposed that there was going to be uh, another trip, and almost that thing was almost sold out immediately. Uh, were there any plans to do this again? And if so, when? Yeah. Yes, it's um, always the last weekend in August, and uh, we're going to have our third annual trip next year, and it does sell out fast. We've already had the boat half filled. Wow. And are you going to plan again to do it with uh, Art Taylor aboard the Searcher? Yes, yes. It's an annual trip on the Searcher uh, in conjunction with Turner's Outdoorsman. Yeah. 
Right. And I so, Yeah, so Wendy, just uh, uh, you know, some of the amenities that the searcher has that you you thought that the the women really appreciated uh, that being there. You know, it is it's such a nice clean boat. It's amazing um, how well they keep that boat, and the ladies were very comfortable. Um, there's lots of seating for everyone. The bunks are comfortable. The rooms are nice, and the air conditioning works. Yeah, <laughs> there you go. That's a major. That's a major player right now. Right, right, yeah, and, and uh, you know, it's just there's seating up on top. If you want to be on the upper deck, there's seating, you know, down below, and, and and it's just super nice and calm and relaxing when you're out there, you know, on on the searcher with everyone. The crew is amazing. I can't say. I mean, that was the first thing that people started saying to me at the end of the trip where I can't believe how nice the crew was, how helpful the crew was. I mean, just an amazing captain and crew. Well, you know, Art, no slouch. And he makes sure that everybody does the job. He's always been that way. Um, He has always been a great leader of, uh, of the guys that he's got working for him, and he does a great job. He's got great fish knowledge. Uh, and the people he he hires to work with him stay with him for usually long periods of time, and they're very well trained, and they all understand what they're supposed to do and and how to get it done the right way, which is a compliment because you don't always have long-term people that work with you on some of these boats. Oh yeah, you know, and it's and and I have to say, the searcher crew and um, Celia and the office people and. Um, they're amazing, and they're like family. We we all like to say that we're all part of the searcher family. That's what it feels like, and everybody is just so comfortable. Now, I I believe also, Wendy, doesn't uh, the, the searcher also have uh, uh, fairly good showers, which I think uh, the um, uh, the ladies might have really appreciated. Oh yeah, and you know what? The ladies will really appreciate this if they've ever been on a boat with men. The floors are dry, the the sinks are dry, they're nice and clean and wiped down. The bathrooms are clean and the toilet seat's down. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty funny right there. <laughs> oh, man. Hey, uh, and Wendy, uh, you know, if uh, there's any way uh, uh, anybody's interested in uh, finding out what the schedule is, I, I know Captain Art is booked pretty big time uh, on the searcher, but if uh, they do want to know anything about the searcher, uh, how to book them, uh, how to find out uh, what their schedule is, even to get a fish report on what they're doing, uh, how's, uh, uh, give us a couple of good ways to do that. Sure. You can check out their website at searchersportfishing.com. Or you can call Fisherman's Landing. I don't have the phone number uh, with me. But you can also go to Facebook, and they have a Facebook and Instagram page, uh, Searcher Sport Fishing. All right. And I know Captain Art also has a blog. You can uh, Google that where he he keeps you uh, in touch of all the latest happenings, uh, not only with the searcher, but what's uh, happening in general uh, out there in the uh, the fishing area. Well, Wendy, it sounds like you had a good time. Again, you want to thank uh, or you want to mention some of the sponsors that really helped make this uh, an enjoyable trip for you? Oh, sure. Iserline, Trinner's Outdoorsman, 
um, Seeker Rods, Phoenix Rods, Okuma, Mustad, Jeff Robeson Associates, uh, Extra Tough Boots. Uh, there's so many great sponsors. And uh, we're going to actually have a list out of all of our sponsors. Along with, you can check out our video. We did a photo video, and it's on the Searcher website. And you can see photos of our trip. It's a great slideshow. Wow. Well, it sounds like you had a great time and that uh, you are uh, definitely looking forward to uh, uh, doing it again and uh, just get in contact with uh, Searcher Sport Fishing or Fisherman Landing or get a hold of Lori at Turner's. I know she will have the information. Or or just go to Facebook and uh, uh, keep in contact with uh, Wendy here and uh, get aboard on that trip. It sounds like it's just way too much fun and thanks for sharing your experience with us uh wendy oh thank you and yes it was a blast and thanks to all of our sponsors and rod and real radio of course for having us to talk about it you got it hey <laughs> hey yeah guys uh we're gonna take a commercial break uh stan wendy and i we're gonna be back after these messages I like rafting. I love whitewater. But I never forget that snowmelt in the river can cause cold water shock. I wear a life jacket always. Anyone with me has got to do the same. Save the ones you love. A message from California State Parks Division of Boating and Waterways. Gamakatsu hooks are made from high-grade carbon steel, specially heat treated to make them light and extra strong but not brittle. The Gamakatsu sharpening process is the most modern in the world and results in a perfectly conical point that is unequaled in sharpness. Gamakatsu offers a huge variety of hooks for all types of fishing, drop shot, extra wide gap, worm hooks, finesse wide gap, and a lot more. Gamakatsu has a hook for whatever style of fishing you want to do. Don't waste your time on a cheap hook. Ask for Gamakatsu hooks at your favorite tackle store now. Hey everybody, this is a message for our listeners from a new Baja Magic Lodge at Cedros Island. Cedros Outdoor Adventures wants to make your dream of fish at Cedros Island a reality. Want to go after giant calicos or yellowtail with the best Cedros Island fishing organization, but you just don't know who to contact? Then give Cedros Outdoor Adventures a call at 619-793-5419, or even better yet, log on to their informative website at cedrosoutdooradventures.com. There you can visit their trip calendar and schedule a trip that's convenient for you. Once again, the phone number is 619-793-5419 or their website of cedrosoutdooradventures.com. I got a garage full of fishing tackle, and every time I get out on the water, I realize I forgot something important. But I never forget my life jacket. I make sure my buddies wear theirs, too. Save the ones you love. A message from California State Parks Division of Boating and Waterways. Hey, Stan, Wendy, and I, we want to welcome you back to Ron Real Radio. And uh, I had an opportunity to talk to uh, Jose Angel at uh, Cedros Outdoor Adventures. That storm that went uh, down up the coast, well, it uh, did hit Cedros Island. Luckily, all the guests from uh, the resort had uh, left, but uh, Jose stayed in the resort, and I report that there was not a lot of damage in Cedrus Island. The resort was high and dry, and he invites you. He says, hey, there's still a lot of fishing to be had down there. So if you're looking for a little bit of a different fishing adventures, give him a call at 619-793-5419, and uh, 
And I got to tell you, I just spoke with a group that came uh, back from uh, Citrus Outdoor Adventures. They had the trip of the lifetime, but they got everyone together and they went out of Brown Field out of the U.S. side here on the border. So really uh, uh, something you can negotiate anything you want when it comes to getting on down there. Give Jose or Ronan or or uh, Melanie a call at Cedrus Outdoor Adventures, 619-793-5419. Well, Stan and Wendy, uh, uh, Wendy, you just came back from an offshore adventure. Stan, you're getting ready for one. I've got one coming on up here in just a couple of days. But, Wendy, I'll start off with you. You know you were going out on a, a three-day trip. Tell me, how did you gear up in anticipation for this trip that you were on? To watch to see what the counts are doing on the boat that I'm going to go on, and I'll, I'll check to see where they're fishing and what size fish they're catching. You know, you never know where the captain is going to go because fishing can change from day to day, from hour to hour. So I actually like to carry anywhere from a size 4 hook all the way up to a size 9-knot or 11-knot, depending on how long of a trip. My three-day trip, I ended up just bringing uh, number 4s and uh, one o's, uh, ones and two, one, uh, number 4s through 2 o, and that was good enough. And then, you know, if you're just going to fish bait, that's all you need is really some hooks, some sinkers, and some leader, and that's it. You know, if you're, right. but if you're, if, if you want, and if you're going to troll, you could always use the, um, like the searcher, they have a, uh, trolling rods all ready for you to use. So you don't have to bring any trolling gear. Just bring a couple of rods and you're all set. Okay. Now, Stan, you're getting ready to go out of the Top Gun 80 on an extended trip. I think you're five days, aren't you? How, how are you preparing uh, for that trip? Yeah, we got a five and a half day coming up. We leave Friday on. And and I'm pretty much in touch with with everybody. <laughs> I get pretty much daily uh, little pieces of what's going on uh, out there, and and from both private guys, private boaters, and uh, some of my friends that come back from the uh, the fleet. So I'm t- my guys, you know, they're pretty pretty well versed. It's a lot of the same guys that uh, go every year uh, on this particular adventure with us so uh, we just heard that some of that stuff out there that that the people aren't getting bit they had to drop down in line size so my guys i'm telling them bring some real life stuff and like wendy says some number four hooks uh on the small side um and and like wendy said you know all the way up to a 10 or or something like that depending on what you're going to be fishing for now i know that that Hopefully this weather will that's come up, Lydia or whatever the name of this, the little twister that came up, uh, the hurricane that came out along the Pacific side, it actually didn't hit Cabo some, somewhat direct, but it, they still got a lot of water, uh, washed out a lot of the roadways, uh, mostly rain and, and wind. Um, it did come back and against the shoreline about Toto Santos, uh, about 40 miles up from Cabo, and they got a lot more damage in that arena and it just kept coming up the coast and then started to swing away when it got about where Benitos and and Cedros is and started swinging uh, to the west so they got a lot of water but that's going to really stir up the one the kelps (laughs) you're going to get a lot of kelps that'll break up so in the next little bit this kelps that'll start floating uh, up 
will it'll change the the fishing. A lot of that dorado that was out there, I think we're going to probably see some of that, and the yellowtail again that'll get underneath it, and maybe even more of the yellowfin that, that has been out there. Um, you had some yellowfin fishing uh, on on your trip, didn't you, Wendy? I did. How big were those fish? Um, they were still small. I would say up to twenty five pounds. Yeah, that that I would say twelve to twenty five pound fish has been around down there, and they've they've seen some better fish that actually made it up here to the uh, arena with the bluefin a little further north. So. On my trip, I've got guys that are bringing, you know, the, the sabiki rigs for catching bait and the sabiki squid rigs for making their own bait because when you're out there on a five-day trip, we can't go to the big boats to Cedros uh, and Benitas, unfortunately, yet. I think that they'll maybe be able to remedy that down the road here, I hope. Um, and we're not yeah. going to, to Guadalupe. Guadalupe really hasn't started to bite yet either, so... We'll be, I'm pretty sure, patty hopping, and then we'll probably spend some time up north here playing around with this bigger bluefin because these guys that are on my trip like to, they'll take the shot. Let's give us a shot at catching some of those bluefin. If we get a little bit of that yellowfin and the uh, dorado and the yellowtail on the kelps, then they'll be all in to fish that. And the, the, I've had everybody get, well, I'm bringing uh, Jim Pierce. I got a hold of him, tape for all their uh, fingers from lead masters and then uh glow-in-the-dark sliding sinkers uh half ounce and three-quarter ounce to take with us so that you've on a short leader because you've got a the way to uh tire your knot and then um put your fluorocarbon four feet of fluorocarbon you can put your glow-in-the-dark sinker above that above your knot there leave a long tag end off your your leader line going up the line and that'll hold your sliding sinker from coming back down all the way to the bait. But if you get that down there in the arena where they can see that at night, it it can help you get a bite also. Along with the flat falls and everybody's having to re-rig the flat falls and uh, assassins and all these other jigs that are out there now that are glow-in-the-dark with the Spro split rings, those 300-pound split rings, and then re-rigging it with, the, with the, uh, a stronger... 7080 hook that uh, will actually stay in that fish's mouth a little better than some of these ones that are swinging on that little line because not all all the hooks that they've had on some of these um, flat ball jigs are are good at staying in that fish. Uh, and you got to remember, if you guys are going out and you're going to play in this arena, you can't go under gun. You get yourself, you know, a, at least an HX two-speed or bigger, 30 or even, you know, whatever you've got that you can handle 100 to 130-pound string. And the white rod, so you can keep that rod loaded up if you've got it on the rail and bent into the fish. This big blue fan has all the tricks in the book. Um, when, when you hang them with these, especially with these swing hooks or with that flat ball, you got to remember to keep that rod bent into the fish all the time. Always keep Keep turning the handle. If the rod tip comes up, turn the handle and bury it back into the fish. Most important because when that fish gets pretty hinky and it's straight down below, it likes to turn nose up and roll itself and then go a different direction. And when you do that, the rod completely unloads. It just goes flat. And if you're not turning the handle against that to keep that the weight of the lure into that fish's face or, or lodged into his 
go place wherever he's got it because they don't just nibble on it. They just inhale it. So wherever they get stuck, you've got to keep that inside. As soon as they roll and go nose up and shake their head, that's when you're going to lose them. They, they dislodge that hook, and uh, they get out and see you later by. The other thing, too, is that line then slides across their teeth all the way across to the other side of their jaw, and that's where you'll get bit off if you haven't got the right rig and that 200-pound or 250-pound leader to help save your uh, uh, line from breaking off. So there's a lot of little things that go into these trips, um, uh, getting the right hooks. You know, I've got gamagatsus for for the heavy-duty J-hooks, and um, we'll take a 4.0 and 5.0 for the small baits. I've heard that the fin bait... They started to eat that here in the last little bit. We started seeing, before the, the uh, hurricane came up the line here and got pretty nasty, you were seeing limits of bluefin for several of the boats and that, and that uh, 50 to 80-pound stuff, which is the smaller bluefin. That's fun to catch for dog on sure. And then they'll still get that real early in the morning bite on those big ones, that bigger fish that's out there. So it really is starting to hook, uh, heat up. We even saw some bigger yellowfin being caught. So we'll just have to see by the end of the week, once the storm leaves, uh, what this is going to do. Now, I've got, um, we had the guys from Ahi Bait from Promar on, and they've got, uh, they sent me some um, cedar plugs. They're live, live design cedar, uh, cedar plugs for um, anchovy and sardine and mackerel colors to troll and in daisy chains. So I'm really interested to see how these things work. It's the... Uh, I've already got that those things kind of rigged up and ready to go, and we'll see what happens with the yummy flyers if we get up here and that bigger stuff. All right, and uh, I'll be leaving uh, on the legend uh, here on Tuesday on a day and a half. Had a chance to talk to Sea Adventure Sports Fishing today. Uh, Chuck is out there right now. He's got 22 bluefin that I heard of that is there. They've lost uh, a lot of others, but for our one-and-a-half-day trip, and for you the people that are going out on a one-and-a-half-day trip, the uh, the bait has been varying in size, so uh, take yourself uh, anywhere from some one out to some four out hooks. You can use the Gamakatsu Nautilus hooks. That's the four two four series. The Nautilus ringed hooks. That's the four two four series with an R at the end. Those are working really well because the sardines are are anywhere from small to really large. So you want to make sure you got the right hook from there, and then. Working here in the shop, you can follow the trail of money, as Stan had uh, referred to. Cedar plugs are working really well. Also, uh, something around the Mexican flag color. Uh, pink has been working well. When it comes to surface irons and yo-yo jigs, this has been the year for the blue and white. I don't know. They're eating the paint off of the blue and white uh, surface and uh, heavier irons, the 6Xs and 7Xs. Uh, uh, take those. Uh, and then when it comes to rods, I'm going to be taking a light rod. I'll take uh, maybe a, a couple of my uh, 300 series reels like the Cabo uh, uh, 300, and maybe uh, I'll take one of the uh, new uh, 13 fish, uh, fishing A3s uh, out there just for if we get into some of those yellowtail and dorado and those kelp fish that, that aren't uh, you know super big or anything so we can have a lot of fun with that. But make sure you got to a 30, a 40, or a 50-pound uh, rig set up with you because there are some big fish on out there. They're still on out there. Most of the uh, boats are trying to go on out there to the, 
the nine or out to the west and go where those big fish are and fishing with them with fin fish. So that's the report. If you want to go on the uh, day-and-a-half trip with us, it's going to be a light load. Give uh, uh, H&M Landing a call at 619-222-1144 or get a hold of uh, Sea Adventure Sports Fishing, and you can do that at, uh, and where's that number here, man? I just had it, and it seems like it's gone somewhere else. Uh, just go to Sea Adventure Sports Fishing, go to the legend, and you can hook right up with them. It's going to be a light load. It's going to be a lot of fun, so make sure you get out with them all. Well, guys, that's it uh, for uh, this segment. Hey, coming up next, Captain Mick Diamond. He's going to be reporting into us. He's going to be talking about fishing Mackinac's at, at uh, Lake Tahoe, fishing in Hawaii, and also Diamond Head uh, Seafood. So stay tuned. There's still a lot more Ron Real Radio to come after these messages. Every serious angler knows that a quality hook is an important part of their arsenal. Gamakatsu hooks are made from high-grade carbon steel, specially heat-treated to make them light and extra strong, but not brittle. Gamakatsu ring hooks are made with a one-piece ring, no welds, no weak spots, a very smooth-moving ring. Gamakatsu offers a huge variety of hooks for all types of fishing. Live bait hooks, both light and heavy-duty, to four extra strong. Circle hooks, tuna hooks, ring hooks, tuna doubles, and many more. Don't waste your next fishing trip on a cheap hook. Get Gamakatsu hooks at your favorite tackle store now. Don't you just love California in the summer? Just remember, if you love California and you love to boat, please wear your life jacket and make sure the people you love wear one too. Love California, boat California, save California. Share the love at BoatCalifornia.com. Hey, bass fishermen. Who do you call for your bass boat insurance? Well, if you're not calling me at 1-800-BASS-BOAT for your boat insurance, you're probably paying too much and may not have the coverage that you need. In 1974, I developed the bass boat program it is what all the pros use today. The reason? No depreciation or any partial claim for your hull, your big motor, your trolling motor, or your electronics until your boat's 10 years old. That's right. You only pay $250 to get your boat on the water for any partial claim, and we still pay a stated value replacement cost for your boat if you have a total loss. We're the only people in the industry that does that, and that's why we are the choice of the pros. So if you want the best, forget the rest. Just call 1-800-BASSBOAT. Call 1-800-227-7262 or just spell BASSBOAT. 1-800-BASSBOAT. I know there's too many letters, but the T is free and the call's on me. That's 1-800-BASSBOAT, the choice of the pros for bass boat insurance. For more information, log on to 1-800-BASSBOAT.com. Rod and Reel Radio is now available as a podcast you can subscribe to on iTunes, Stitcher, or your favorite podcasting app. Get notified as soon as new episodes are available, or go back and listen to our past shows. Browse through all of our archive shows at roddenreelradio.com slash archives, and click the subscribe button to get started listening now. Hey, Stan, Wendy, and I, we want to welcome you back to Rod and Reel Radio. Hey, I couldn't tell the forest from the trees, uh, to uh, book aboard with us at Sea Adventure Sports Fishing aboard the Legend. Their number is 760-753-8394, or you can call H&M Landing at 619-222-1144. As I say, it's a limited load, but it's at the regular price. If you uh, are tired of getting aboard some of these boats and uh, where you're fishing shoulder to shoulder, you just might want to look about coming aboard with us on the legend 
We leave this Tuesday night. Hey, now it's time to catch up with an old friend of Rod Real Radio to find out where he's been, what he's been doing, some of the adventures he's been through. It's Captain Mick Diamond. And Captain Mick, welcome to the show, sir. Hey, aloha, aloha. I miss you guys and all the fans. They're uh, doing good, doing good. Up in Lake Tahoe right now. Oh, well, that is good. You're up in Lake Tahoe. And, and Captain Mick, what are you doing up there at Lake Tahoe? Well, my, my daughter's in San Francisco, so I'm kind of hanging near her. And uh, I got a chance to fish uh, Lake Tahoe um, this summer. Um, before I go on to that, though, I got a big announcement. Um, I started a, a skipper scholarship fund at H&M, uh, Point Loma Sport Fishing and uh, uh, Fisherman's Landing in honor of um, uh, H&M be Captain Manny Silva. Point Loma would be Captain Eddie Deal, and uh, Fisherman's Land be Captain Eddie McEwen, and it's a $1,000 scholarship for any skipper that wants to go to Maritime Institute across the street from the landing, uh, get their license, and uh, if money's an issue, uh, give a ring, and uh, we'll, we'll award you a scholarship if you're a young skipper. So, uh, oh, man. Uh, that's, that is that's great. New because... and exciting. Yeah. And, uh, yeah those, those, men... those guys come up from the ranks of... Uh deckhands, and uh, for any of us that have uh, worked on the boats as deckhands in the past, you know you don't make a lot, of, a lot of money on that, but you're there for the experience and hopefully the opportunity to be second ticket one day and sooner or later to have your own boat. So, Mick, what a great experience that is. Now, if people want to get a hold of you to find out more about uh, the scholarship program you have, what's the best way to go about doing it? Yeah, my number is uh, 760-500-7094, and uh, I've been working with Frank Corsuti at uh, H&M Landing and all the landing managers. So um, uh, we'll, we'll make, we're going to have an official um, uh, presentation of, of some uh, pictures of our skippers, and these men were really good to me. They, um, they let me pinhead when I was 14 and brought me up through the ranks, and it's time to give back. So um, Rags over at the Maritime Institute going to give us a, a rack rate over there. It's about $1,000 um, gift for a scholarship for the young skippers. So hopefully they'll give back someday. Man, that's good. And not only that, I think Stan, Wendy, and I, we have a real soft spot on our hearts uh, for uh, Captain Eddie McCune, uh, working <laughs> with him for many years, not only on the show, but going on out with him. And, man, that guy was uh, number one. And when it came to putting you on fish and motivating you to go fishing, I don't think there was none better. Right. And he, he put the time in with the young fellas and, and led us on the boat. That was, uh, that was really rough to get a ride back in the 70s. So, anyways, that's what's going on there. And then uh, to wrap up uh, Hawaii, um, I've been in uh, uh, Lake Tahoe about a year now. And um, uh, I've moved Diamond Head Tuna Marketing over to the mainland, and it's going really well. We're uh, teamed up with a company called Fresh Wave Fish in um, Sacramento, and we got into 45 markets. And I created a ahi smoked ahi tuna salad in Hawaii that people are addicted to, and uh, it's going into a mainstream distributor on the uh, West Coast, the entire West Coast, um, in October. So. Um, that's exciting, and then I'm still doing my smoked albacore and solid white albacore in the cans, and um, 
Uh, I'm proud of it. We're, I was able to get it in uh, the can for the same cost as uh, Starkist Bumblebee and Chicken in the Sea. And it all started right there in uh, Point Loma at the landing. Well, you know, the only thing I... The only thing bad about this is I've never had a can of your smoked albacore. <laughs> i got to find that. <laughs> Man. That's because your partner has them all in his locker. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> well, that, there may be, that may be the biggest problem right there. <laughs> i I, I got a clue for you guys. Not anymore. You I was uh, fortunate enough. I, we went out and got some of your... Uh, uh, Diamond Head products, especially the uh, the albacore and uh, the smoked uh, uh, albacore. And I, I've got to tell you, the one thing I was really impressed with, uh, Captain Bick, is that you open up the can and there is enough tuna in there for more than two people to be very generous with them if you're doing sandwiches or a tuna loaf or maybe, maybe making a tuna spread. I mean, those cans are packed. With solid white meat tuna, it's not like a a bunch of liquid and a bunch of ground up stuff in there that you don't know what it is. It's the real McCoy. That's right. No shake meat. And I, I got to give credit to the Portuguese and the, and the Italian ladies in Point Loma, Mission Hills. Uh, I learned it from. I bring my old uh, my uh, extra alcor and, and yellowfin over to their house, and Miss Noons would uh, mason jar can it so. Yep, full of fish, no shake meat, and uh, uh, we're a company with a mission. <laughs> right now. Captain Mick, uh, tell us, if we want to find out more about Diamond Head uh, seafood products and the variety of products that you have, because you've expanded the line since we locked, last talked to you, how's the best way to do it? Yeah, right now it's over the phone, and uh, I'm redesigning the website to add in the uh, uh, value-added products that I've added in the main mainland. So if you're interested, call me 760-500-7094 and then I'll ship you a half a case of uh, smoke and half a case of regular to right to your house and um, you don't have to lug it from uh, Costco anymore. Yeah. <laughs> and I you think go. you'll find that it's a lot better product. Stan? No, Senator, there you go. I'd rather have it shipped to your door and not go to Costco. That's the, that's the best thing he said. <laughs> and then also, Stan, to, to I wrap bet... Up, uh, Dan, I've, I've gone by that Costco that's uh, uh, there in Woodland Hills, and i got to tell you, it's not a place I really want to be. I, I, I don't know what they were thinking about locating over there, but, my gosh, what a, what a difficult place to get into. Well, you know, that's the one thing. You know, if, if you don't have to go to Costco, that's fine by me. <laughs> I just have them ship it to my door. I think that's a better deal. <laughs> You're right. Yeah. Hey, Captain and, uh, Mick, you, you were also talking to me a little bit about You've been fishing some Mackinaws there in uh, uh, Lake Tahoe. How's that been going? Yeah, yeah, that's going good. Before I fi- I'd like to finish up with Hawaii, um, uh, uh, part of our mission of our company is called SOS, and we uh, help kids with uh, Internet addiction and um, their target uh, um, at-risk kids. And uh, the number one fellow, Rob, who went to Hawaii five years ago, he works uh, with Nick O'Brien in Haleiwa Harbor, and he's catching big ahi and my my. And so, um, if you buy our tuna, we um, we finance that whole operation through our tuna sales. So, um, on to uh, Lake Tahoe. I got a chance to fish uh, on. Uh, we got a, a little sport fishing fleet called the Tahoe Sport Fishing Right Ski Run South Lake Tahoe, 
And uh, in the um, early summer, we're fishing for um, Lake Trout, Mackinac. And um, I figured out why I never caught a fish in Lake Tahoe before I went out on the boat. They're all about 100, 180 feet. And we um, we dropped down the bottom with about 8-ounce lead and flashers. And um, we uh, live bait uh, minnows. We catch our own minnows. And then uh, we get these nice uh, uh, Lake Trout, Trout Mackinac, about um, 2 to 4 pounds. And they're uh, delicious eating and um, um, kind of a fun operation to we we mooch like you know, out in the ocean um in lake Tahoe, and then just recently the kokanee salmon spawn starting to happen um right near emerald bay and uh the um the fish are coming up to spawn at taylor creek and uh we're looking forward to um uh getting some salmon in the frying pan and uh um there's also a very cool um viewing port up the river you can uh, go up the river and go below river level, and you can see the salmon swimming upstream. Um, so uh, uh, kind of fun to try. You know, I've never done much uh, freshwater fishing, but uh, check that one off the list this summer. Right. Captain Mick, it used to be uh, for fishing at Mackinac's, for Mackinac's at Lake Tahoe, since they were so deep, they would use actually wire to go down and fish for them. Now, in this day of of spectra and, and braids and everything like that. Uh, has that replaced the wire, or are they still using uh, a wire to go down and get those fish? Yeah, it, it's been replaced by the spectra, um, but we still use a wire leader and about a five-foot flasher um, that we, we custom make them on the boat. Um, they're, by the time you get done with them, they cost about $16, so, and we got a pretty rocky bottom, so we go through some tackle, and we still use the wire down um, by the um, leader for the bait and uh, the flasher, and then we use Spectra. Um, so that works really good because it's non-stretch. So, um, yeah, that's kind of the tackle setup. And, uh, uh, it's, it's scratch fishing, but at least it's fishing. All right. Captain McDiamond, if people want to get a hold of you to find out more about what you're doing in Hawaii or to find out more about Diamond Head Seafoods and how to order your great yellowtail or that smoked pokey salad that you have. Man, that sounds delicious. Again, how's the best way to get a hold of you? Yeah, call me on the phone, and I'll um, take care of your order and get it shipped out USPS right to your house, uh, 760-500-7094. All right, Captain McDiamond, thanks a lot for spending some time with us. All right. Good luck Good to you, and I look guys. forward to seeing you down at the landing. He's gone, but not forgotten. Here we go. Let's do it again. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right. Mahalo. Mahalo, uh, Captain Mick. Now, Stan, I know you're uh, going out on the, the Top Gun 80 here, and you had a couple of guys that had to cancel because one guy came up with some bogus uh, excuse, like he broke his ribs or something. And well, I had one guy in Hawaii that was at a wedding. I had one guy in Hawaii that was at a wedding and and ended up. He said the girls pushed him down the stairs. I don't know. <laughs> so, <laughs> he ended up breaking three ribs and puncturing a lung and messing up one foot. I told him, you know, if he just didn't want to go, he'd have, he could have called me. It would have been okay. <laughs> but, oh, right. But so. that, and then I had a couple of guys actually that had family down there in uh, the Houston area, and they were out and headed that direction, so they knew they weren't going to be coming back right away. So I had two, at least two spots open, so if you want to, 
if you'd like to go, it's this Friday it's $1,650 for the five-and-a-half-day trip to the Top Gun 80 and a great group of people. Uh, you can call me at 1-800-BASS-BOAT, and just spell Bass Boat, T is free, calls on me, and let me know if you'd like to go, and we'll see if we can set you up. Yeah, and uh, I know, Stan, that you've uh, gone to great extent to put together a great gift package for everybody aboard the boat, and so that in itself is uh, almost worth the price of admission. Well, there is that. We'll give away some rods and some, you know, reels and and uh, and things that you're going to be able to use while you're out there, and and uh, and promise you a good time. And I can guarantee that the group of people that are going on this trip, they're great. Right. Guys. And Wendy, your next trip coming up is when? I leave the 13th, going to fish the 14th for the Big Bluefin on Options out of 22nd Street Landing. Nice. Wow, that's going to be good. That's where they are right now. And, and again, uh, uh, Ron Real Radio Trip leaves this Tuesday aboard the Legend. You can get a hold of them at 760-753-8394. It looks like it's going to be a limited load, so it's going to be a lot of fun fishing. Well, guys, that's it for tonight. Thanks a lot for the contribution. It was a good show. We we managed to pull another rabbit out of the hat. Uh, Wendy and Stan, I appreciate it very much. I know uh, uh, we'll be back next week. And, Stan, I, uh, you're going to be uh, out, are you not? I'll be on the water next Sunday. I'll be back next. Uh, I hit the, hit the dock Thursday morning. And uh, we'll go from there. Hopefully I All can right. uh, put a good tour together. All right, Wendy, we look forward to seeing you later on. And, ladies and gentlemen, that's it for tonight. Hey, thanks a lot for listening. We want to thank our guests, but we also want to thank Jorge and the AM540 Studios, Ben Harvey for actually putting our, our schedule together here, and always in memory of Big Tuna Bill, Eddie McCune, and our great sponsor, Paul Leader from El Cajon Ford. Thanks a lot for listening tonight. Guys, They're biting out there as good as they're ever going to do it. Go out and get them. They're getting away. Good night, everybody. We'll see you next week. Good night. We're out for now. Bless you gone fishing. How you know? But there's a sign upon your door.